0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And we want to give you thanks and praise. The gift of the Church, the gift of the graces of the Church. We ask you to continually sanctify us. Help us to be the bride that you so desire. That we may be our groom, and be loved by you. Amen. Every year in the third Sunday of the Church, we have this Gospel. And as a priest, especially as your priest, I take this gospel very serious. Because I really think like, it kind of pierces to the heart of my heart here. That if Christ in the gospel goes into the temple, this place that is super holy, supposed to be holy, and he gets very upset at the practices that have taken place in the temple, really upset, like really the only time in the gospel that like, Jesus is flipping tables and making whips, and it's just a really dramatic scene. So I always think about and pray about, what if today Jesus came into the church? Like if he was in like the back of the pews, like kind of like observing how I was as a priest or how the church has become what the church is over 2,000 years, how would he respond? Would he be upset? Think about like, we have a bookstore in the back, right? We have like pictures, we sell pictures and candles and books and rosaries and things of that sort. We do fundraisers. We have collections. I'm, I, we preach about money. Should I even be talking about money? We preach about politics. These things happen, right? They have, especially in the past, the recent past. We preach on modern issues that actually matter, that actually affect your lives. So, if Christ were to come in the gospel today, if to, not in the, today in our church, would He be upset? Would He be mad at me? Would He be mad at the church that we're not doing what needs to be done? And in my opinion, I think no. I think we're doing everything fine in the church. Like we have a bookstore to provide a service for the people of God. We do fundraisers and have collections at Mass because things cost money, we have to pay our bills. We talk about money because it's important, it's a part of humanity, it's part of life. Politics, we live in society, we have to be part of society, so therefore we have to preach about the politics of society. The issues at hand, I think in in, in a beautiful sense, we're called as priests, especially in the modern day, to always address the issues of that day, of that generation, which is fine, because it can really help develop how we're called to preach and address the issues of the certain ages. And that's what we're called to do. So, what's the issue in the gospel then? Why is Christ so, so upset? You have to imagine the, kind of the scene of the situation that hundreds of thousands of people throughout the world, right? I mean, St. Paul was writing to the Jews in Rome and in Greece, and all these things. And they, came, they have to come to Jerusalem at the same time, and they have to offer a lamb. So, they're not going to carry a lamb with them the entire journey. They're going to go to Jerusalem and buy a lamb. So, somebody has to sell them a lamb. The issue was this. The issue was where they were doing it. Right? The gospel says, Jesus went in the temple. And in the temple, he saw these things happening. If it was on the street, down the corner, hey, you want to buy a lamb? Sure. Exit the temple, turn left, you're going to see a whole bunch of shepherds there. They'll, sh- they'll sell you a lamb. And that is what you can use to sacrifice for, for the, tr- the, the, the Passover, that wasn't what was happening. Slowly, year after year after year, what, has, what happened was people were coming closer and closer to the temple. Over time, they were just like, oh, this is the best place to sell. They're already here. It would be terrible. Imagine if us in the church. If we required you to pay to enter the church. Right? Or, like when we do collections at Mass, it's very systematic. We do collections at Mass at the time of the offering. Right? This is when the priest is taking the bread and wine, on the altar, so as to, to offer the sacrifice, and then you're giving money to help provide for the bread and wine. It's not like you want, you want the Eucharist, give me a dollar first, and then you get the Eucharist. It's not, it's not, if you were doing that, you have an obligation to flip tables. You have an obligation to correct the wrong in the church and to correct our practices, if we're doing things wrong. The issue was, things that matter, that are important, we're getting too close to things that are sacred a responsibility that needs to happen, buying sheep and lambs and all these things, was too close to where the offering was happening in the temple. And that's why Christ was upset. Think about it a different way. In, in Corinthians, St. Paul says, our bodies, our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. So for our hearts, if our hearts are the temples of the Holy Spirit, if God dwells in us, what in our lives is we, do we put too close to the sacred because who is God what does Isaiah say today about who God is Isaiah says about who God is for us he says for the mountains may depart and the hills be removed but my mercy shall not depart from you and my covenant of peace covenant of peace shall not be removed says the lord who has compassion on us think about how often we can honestly say in the heart of our hearts that my temple the holy spirit my body my existence my soul is at peace What are things in our lives that when Christ comes to us, especially in the Eucharist, that we allow too much, too close to the sacred, and it steals our peace? Think of these things. Really important things. Your children. Trying to raise children in this crazy world. The over-sexualization of everything in the modern world. Your career, your, your studies, your grades, your popularity. Your health. The health of a loved one. These are important things you should give efforts to. But if they steal your peace, then you really should check your your faith. Are you really allowing the most sacred of sacred things, the body and blood of Jesus Christ, to really penetrate your heart so that that's where your peace is, is in God, not in these exterior things that matter, but aren't sacred. Only God is sacred. Perfect example. If you were distraught, on Wednesday after the election, which a lot of people were, they were like, oh my God, people were like freaking out. And I was like, what? Like, for example, I walked in Father Sam's office on Wednesday afternoon, he's like, Father Pierre, we lost it. I was like, what'd you lose? He's like, the election. And I was like, oh yeah. Whatever. We're people of the resurrection. We're people who believe in Jesus Christ. Did you not know that this world is crazy? Did you not know that this world is falling apart? Did you not know that what we do in the church is we create a church of people who love Jesus, who live in a crazy society we have for 2,000 years? Then we live in peace because we're people of the resurrection, people who believe in God, and that should be our peace. If Christ came in today in your soul I guarantee the table he'd be flipping is the table of putting politics as our God, money as our God, health as our God, because these things all fade away, but God God doesn't. So we have to respond by keeping God as the focus. For example, this past Thursday, this past Tuesday, we had men's group, and part of the men's group was about the importance of the Eucharist. We really preached on the Eucharist. So we challenged all the men, come on Thursday. Because every Tuesday and Thursday at St. Thomas, we have 7.30 a.m. Mass in English. So we challenge them on Thursday, say, come for the 7.30 a.m. Mass, but before the Mass, come at 6.30 a.m. and we'll do a quiet hour of adoration. And I challenged to you, if you really want to keep the focus on Jesus, come for that adoration. About a hundred guys showed up on Tuesday to adore Jesus. And my alarm went off at 5.45 and I was like, I have to go, I promised them I would come, and I I came as well. So, why? But where did that stem from? All you saw may have saw our pictures on Instagram and all these things. It stemmed from a picture, a painting that I showed them. It's a painting from Rembrandt of Jesus on a boat in the Sea of Galilee, and there's a huge storm. And in this storm, half of the people on the boat are freaking out. They're going to die. They're so scared. They don't know what's going to happen. They're trying to grab the ropes, trying to grab the sails. They're leaning over the edge. The other half, and Rembrandt does a great job of depicting their faces, the other half are very calm. They're very trusting in God. Why? Because they're focused on Jesus. And they're in the back of the boat looking at Jesus. And because they're looking at Jesus, they know that he will take care of them. They might die, but they trust in God that He will take care of them. Those who are not focusing on God, putting the things that matter, the boat's gonna sink too close to the sacred. And the beauty of it is this figuratively and literally, they're in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. We are all scared of these things. We are all anxious of the world around us. We all have to take care of our bills. We are all scared of inflation. We are all stressed out with the school system. We are all stressed out with the realities of our own mortality. Or your mother's sickness. Or your child's sickness. These are real things that burden us. What's the difference? Focusing on Jesus. That's my prayer for you. Especially this past week. How has God really tested our hearts to realize... That our peace was stolen by something we had very little control over. What we do have control over is how close you put to the sacred things that aren't sacred. Our peace comes only from Jesus and that peace only comes when we're focused on Jesus. Amen.